welcome to your live coverage of the birthday event for Jeremy Mizelik's 22nd birthday extravaganza. I'm Jack Beam coming at you live from the Bahamas where we got the hottest parties, the sickest beats, and the tastiest drinks. I'm Jeremy Mizelik, I'm the birthday boy. And I'm Ryan Mizelik, the brother of the birthday boy. (laughs) And apparently can't pronounce my last name. We got lots of cool stuff going on. Oh, man, did you see that? Whoa, fire fire swallowers fire are over there. Oh. oh, my gosh. Oh, that guy just drank 47 bottles of champagne. That was incredible. That shark that line dancing, chug, too? Chug, chug. Oh, my gosh. It, I mean, wow. this is sinful. You guys this better is... get your tickets for next year. Yeah, it's yeah. the biggest event of the year. Hey, but hey, let's, let's calm it down a little bit, all right? Let's try to get our show in while all this nonsense is happening around us. We always got time for a Jeremy's show. Taking, Jeremy's taking a lot of time out of his birthday celebration to be here. <laughs> so uh, I think we should, we should let him get started with the podcast. So, uh, Jeremy, do you have anything, anything for us today? Yeah, well, actually, I got a, I got a, one, I got a few things. Well, I got a story, um, but I just I want to point out, let's take a moment to see, to reflect on our lives. Cause, let's not. This sounds like a bad idea for me personally. <laughs> so, so, if I could uh, ignore it, that'd be great. What I mean by that is, I am in Michigan right now, and Michigan State's campus is very wide and sprawling. And I have a, a fitness tracker on my watch, and and obviously on my wrist, obviously. Um, and I realized I was walking a lot of steps, like twenty thousand steps, and I was like, mm, my legs are kind of hurting. And it took until my girlfriend called me when I, we were, I was talking to my girlfriend and she was like, 20,000 steps is a lot of steps. Like, you yeah. cause I was, I was walking 11,000 steps to work and then also like running, which was like, I don't know. It just didn't seem wild enough to me to be walking like 20,000 steps, which for those of you who don't know that conversion is like 10,000 steps is like five miles ish. So you I was walking uh, like 10 miles a day. Do you need, do you need new knees? You good? <laughs> Dude, well, I just, if I could get on that new knee train, <laughs> yeah. all the rage. 22 year old with a fucking 70 year old body and knees yeah. and back and hips. So I feel you, Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like you to Welcome. massage my legs. <laughs> if you oh, can. oh, right, oh, well, I can give you a little leg massage right now. So, that's just a little one. If that's all yeah. right. All right. Well, all the folks listening at home just know that for the rest of this podcast, I'm going to be massaging Jeremy's legs, but it's not <laughs> going to be weird. You're not going to be able to tell. Um, it's just going to happen. Yeah. Might it's squish just a be little happening. bit. That's all right. A little squish yeah. is fine. So let me just get, you know, I'll start, get started while you, you know, continue on. And another thing that happened to me while I was here is, <laughs> um, is I, so actually this happened yesterday. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to be so, so fit and efficient. I'm going to exercise. Then, they have free laundry here, unlike at Penn Ooh. State, which is very nice. And so I was like, oh, I'll be efficient. I'll be cool. I'll be quick. I will put my laundry in. I will work out. I'll then take a shower. And as I'm taking a shower, I'll move my stuff to the dryer. And as was, you're taking yeah. a shower? Hold as on. I'm taking, no, well, I mean, th- <laughs> I, okay, I would have this the stuff whole process dry. of taking a shower. Wash, wash and exercise at the same time. After exercise, move to dryer. Now, I don't know if you guys can guess where this is going, but I had <laughs> I had put all of my clothes and all my stuff in the dryer, including uh, my towels. Uh, <laughs> and so oh, no. if you want to know how many how many articles of clothing it takes to clean a Jeremy, 
It's two t-shirts and a boxer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got to hit him with the old, you know, college naked run through the dorms. Yeah, there's always one. Listen, if you haven't run naked from the bathroom to your dorm room at least once, you have not attended college. Exactly. (laughs) I met my RA for the first time (laughs) while only wearing my underwear. That's a fact. Nice. I w- it was me and him were the only I was there first because I had to get there early and it, he and I were the only people in the entire dorm and I assumed I was the only person in the entire dorm <laughs> and I'm sure and he was did too back to my room with my boxers on and he was like oh hey I'm Matt you're RA and I was like hi I'm Jack I usually wear pants <laughs> um, after my freshman year or I guess at the end of my freshman year um I was living in North Halls, which is really secluded. Like, everyone kind of just keeps themselves up there. And so I had not seen my RA all year, like, spring or fall semester. And it was the end of spring semester, and we were time to move out. And uh, because of some stuff, like, I always move out, like, on the weekend, so, like, Saturday and Sunday. And this one happened to be Sunday. And that was the first time I saw my RA because we needed to (laughs) be moved out by, I think, like, 2 o'clock. And it was, like, 1 o'clock, and I hear a knock on my door. And it's her just saying, hey, just want to let you know, move out's, move out's over in, like, an hour. Yeah. And I'm like, I know. Trust me. <laughs> um, and, of course, I moved out, like, 20 minutes later. So, like, that all could have been avoided. But <laughs> Classic. Classic college experience. <laughs> Classic. Um, but I feel you, Jeremy. You're saying you're going to be productive and shit. I'll tell you. I So I've worked um, this week is like a busy week at work because we're using a new system and I'm part of the team that like implements that new system. Mm-hmm. So I have to be there for the whole day that the place is open, mm-hmm. which for me has meant 10 hour days, like the whole week, Right. Yeah. which like isn't the worst thing in the world. And I know people work more than that. And I don't mean to like complain, but it's not even that it's like terrible or anything. It's just that in my head while I'm at work I'm like yeah when I get home I'm gonna like practice trumpet and then get a little bit of work done for my like group project over the summer and then I'll you know do this this and this but what really happens is I get home I eat something because I'm starving I take a shower because I'm sweaty and then I (laughs) like am so tired that I don't do anything else like I I'm getting my work done but just from like sheer force yeah Yeah. it's it's like it's just tough (laughs) yeah just one of those kinds of weeks yeah. yeah man and it might be my whole summer <laughs> so we'll we'll see i hopefully it gets a little bit less crazy but um can we get a yikes know, just, from the waiter please yeah it just it's how it be sometimes you know <laughs> they don't do. think it'd be I, I like am, it is but I mean, it do the good news is i'm hitting 40 hours by f- thursday <laughs> so right. i'm getting that sweet overtime oh, yeah. yeah nice yeah that's uh, always that's always nice I've been thinking yeah. a lot about jobs recently since, like, um, I'm in, like, my last, like, not job period until school, and then I, it's job period time, um, and that's so scary. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know what I want to do. So, like, <laughs> so here's the thing. I, I can do, like, anything within reason, and I can go anywhere. So, like... <laughs> I thought that I could do that too, but now I'm applying for jobs and apparently not. <laughs> apparently I'm a useless shit person that can't get a job because I, pff, I don't know. I mean, like I'm working at this place for the summer and 
hopefully that'll turn into a full-time job. But if it doesn't, I really don't yeah. know what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I didn't have anything lined up until probably like three weeks before classes ended. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so I had I think I had like two interviews within that that span. And then I got the job on the Monday of finals week after I was pretty sure I bombed a final. So <laughs> nice, a little pick me up. Talk talk yeah. about a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> it Dude, was it was uh, wild. Yeah. Did you even check that final grade? My voice just really cracked there for all <laughs> you listeners. I mean, I I'm sure I did, but like it imme- I immediately forgot it. Dude, I honestly like I feel bad saying it. I really I feel like I've put in a significant amount of effort for my college career. Yeah. I've I've done done the work that I've needed to do and I've really tried to go the extra mile a lot to like, you know, make sure I'm really getting a lot out of my education. But this final summer class, I <laughs> I just don't have it in yeah. me. I am really doing minimum here. And that's not to say I'm going for a C. I, I would still like to get an A in this class yeah. and do all the work that is required to get that. You have to push what a I lot harder. What I am saying, though, is if it comes to it, I'm 100% cool with a C. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the final barrier between myself and graduating college. Yeah, that was so like, that was my next question. Was Is this your last class? Oh, yeah, dude. I have three credits to complete <laughs> for for my college education, and this is the last of it. And I just... I'm working in a team of all people. It's an online class. I'm working in a team of people who are like adults who have been in the working world for like 10 years and Uh they're coming back to school. So they all meet, they all have kids and and jobs that they're, so we have to meet at like 9.30 p.m. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm always like exhausted when the meetings come up Mm -hmm. because I'm coming home from work. (sighs) It's tough. Yeah. And I don't mean to complain here on the podcast, but uh, I am (laughs) quite ready to be done. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like so we were we part of like the the experience I'm having right now um, is like we just had meetings with grad students and like the program I'm a part of is like kind of like supposed to encourage people to go to grad school and whatnot or find out about grad school I think <laughs> is the phrasing they would like me to use but I found out about grad school and I think I think it's a no from me I I had been it's a no from me dog <laughs> that's going to be a no for me dog I had been like 50-50 for a while and then like after this meeting I was like I think I'm good <laughs> Somebody at work was like, so Jack, are you going to go to get your master's? And I was like, no. (laughs) Well, let me be clear. I'm not ruling out grad school forever. It's just like right now I need to not. Yeah. I, yeah, I just, you'll, you'll have been in school for five years. Um, physically try 22 years. Well, no, I, no, I mean, I mean college. Yeah, no, I get that. But like now, like the stress of like, I got to find a job now is like hitting. Cause I, I finally, I finally, like yesterday, it was like, all right, I think I'm going to go the job route. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, then then, it, then you realize what that meant. Yeah, exactly. So so there's that. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Ugh. Job searching I like, is fun. I feel like right now I'm kind of trapped between two worlds. Because, <laughs> like, I'm working literally full time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also, like, I come home and it's like, all right. Now I have to do not only like my homework, but also like the lecture part of my yeah. classes. Yeah, that's rough. You're like, 
You're like a single parent returning returning to college after 20 years. Yeah, and listen, kudos to people who do that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Incredible. Yeah. The fact that people are out there going to school and taking care of their kids and, like, working all yeah. at once, it's incredible. And I know that they're doing a lot more work than I am, so I don't mean to complain, but also it sucks. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they would complain, too. Yeah, I was going to say, just, I, think, I think that's the sentiment across all, across the board. So I think you're in good company. <laughs> the key to doing anything is complaining. That's, that's what I'll say. <laughs> it's just complaining to the right people. It's complaining yeah. in the right way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I mean, you can complain up until the point where your work's not getting done. Yeah, I, I've worked. I've worked in a lot of teams, and <laughs> I I've had a lot of people complain to me, and I've complained to a lot of people, and it's never bothered me until it starts getting in the way of doing what needs to be done. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the line. I can be typing up a document and saying this sucks, and if I hand in the document and do well, my team doesn't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's when it's if, when you don't actually hand in the document. And also, if you're complaining but nobody else is, you should probably stop complaining. Yeah. <laughs> if you are doing the same thing as other people and you are the only one complaining, you should probably stop complaining. Yeah. If you go, oh, this sucks, and everyone else goes, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah totally. You're probably you're probably the problem. You're probably the reason it you're, sucks. Yeah, you're the reason it sucks. Yeah. But speaking of... Uh, work sucking, and trying to make it better. Oh. oh, well, I just thought for Jeremy's birthday, we never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> so I'm just gonna, I was just gonna say, speaking of work and trying to make it better, um, that's kind of similar to the topic, uh, of this week's WikiHow game. If you guys want to jump Ooh, into that, oh, yeah, let's, let's hop do right it. in. All right, so for Shoot those of you with that dog sauce. What? That was a real room stunner, yeah, huh? That was, <laughs> that was a hard stop. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know how to transition from that, but for the for those of you who uh, don't know, uh, the WikiHow game is I get uh, three article titles for WikiHow articles, and one of them is a real one, two of them are ones I made up, and then these boys have to try and figure out which one's the real one. All right, well, let's get into it. So, okay, sorry. I uh, <laughs> realized that I didn't go with the actual article that I thought I did. Jesus. <laughs> so that Last week you were making them up on the spot. Yeah, this over, week you don't even over fucking two for have Ryan one. In these past two episodes. But I do, I do, do actually. You a podcast? I forgot how to speak. <laughs> <laughs> but I do actually have three articles this time, so we can at least actually do the game. <laughs> but it has nothing to do with that sweet segue. Sure doesn't. <laughs> it was me- it was supposed to, but then I, I realized I didn't do that. Anyway, uh, your first article title is "How to Appreciate Death Metal." Okay. So so maybe actually it could be in- help you enjoy work, depending on if death metal is a part of your life. If or you not. work in a death metal factory, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that good old death metal. Death death metal manufacturing plant. You, you mine it out of the ground. Where <laughs> else do you think it comes from? It doesn't grow on trees. You guys sound so stupid right now. Article two is uh, how to properly experience death metal. So oh. similar, oh. but but you know different. 
And then the third one is how to share death metal with your parents. Okay, that one actually doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, yeah, I feel like, I don't know, I don't know, yeah. Huh. Huh. So, here's my thinking. So the first one is is how, how to appreciate death metal. Yes. I feel like that one's a pretty earnest question. I I, I feel like I'm kind of almost in that camp. Like, I... So my brother-in-law really likes metal. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of different kinds of metal. Because, you know, death metal and, like, other kinds of metal are not the same. Right. But, you know, f- and for the sake of this conversation and my limited knowledge, I'm just going to call it metal. Like, <laughs> I like listening to metal for sure. Like, I enjoy it. It's the problem is I don't really know as much about, like, what's good metal and, right. like, who to listen to. And a lot of metal, like, you listen to, like, whole albums because, like, there's a lot of metal that's, like, really concept-based. Right. Um, so, like, I feel like people could benefit from learning how to appreciate metal. Now, how to get your parents to like metal <laughs> is another story. Not, like, appreciate You're going to have to tell metal. some lies. Appreciate. Or appreciate it- and, like, I suppose are different. Like, if, you know, if you, like eat some vegetables you don't have to like them you just have to appreciate what they're doing for your body yeah (laughs) um real quick uh slight story so we were um so i was at a karaoke night uh two weeks ago or something and everyone was singing their typical karaoke and i want to give a shout out to this guy because in in front of a, a like a pub restaurant kind of audience this guy got up there unsung let the bodies hit the floor oh and yeah like i like i just was not expecting it but i also could not do it um not the best but he was yeah he was he was like he was feeling it but i don't know if the audience was feeling it i think that's that's half the battle you gotta last time i went to a karaoke night there was a guy there who who sang uh a rage against the machine song hmm Okay. Which is, it was cool, but first off, he definitely did not have the energy that is required to pull off singing the Rage Against the <laughs> yeah. Machine song. I mean, that's, you gotta be at a 10 pretty much 100% of the time. Oh, yeah. Um, but not only that, the canned music that came behind it, like, <laughs> that was playing, was just so unhelpful for him. <laughs> so... It, I mean, kudos to him, like you said, but it was not enjoyable for anybody <laughs> involved. I'm sure he didn't have a good time. We yeah. didn't have a good time. And they're also kind of, like, the song was kind of long, and most yeah. of it is the chorus. Oh. E. <laughs> so, like, there's not that much to, to listen to right. on that front. I mean, like, a lot of Rage Against the Machine's, like, stuff was, like, the guitar and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, the lyrics are cool and they're like, obviously this, the singer is like the front man of most bands, but like after a while, just having that is not enough. Yeah. <laughs> and that was obviously shown there. <laughs> All right. So we've got how, how to appreciate death metal. Yep. How you to have, how to get your parents to appreciate death metal. Yep. And how to like write death metal? What was it? How to experience death experience metal. Experience death metal. Um, so, hmm. How to experience this death metal? This is a good metal. one, Ryan. You got a different question. You got to line up a good three ones. You gotta, yeah, you really yeah. Thank you. fucking stumped me here, my dude. Um, Look who's laughing now. 
<laughs> Still you guys. All right. All right. So here's here's my <laughs> logic. I feel like if it's got parents in it, that means someone of a generation that is like below the parents now is asking this question. And I feel like that audience is perfect for WikiHow. So I'm going to go with the third That's article. That's true. I feel like it's I the agree. third article. That's a good that's kind of metagaming, but I like it. <laughs> I'm I mean, into it. That's how you I play agree. It. So you guys are going with how to share death metal with your parents? Correct. Yeah. <sighs> so close. No. It was how to appreciate death metal. Oh, that's the one I said, right? No. Ah, yeah. Huh. <laughs> I've lost this enough. So, like, so how do you appreciate death metal? Well, is step one turn your headphones up as high as they can go? <laughs> uh, no, actually, it's it's listen beyond the tearing guitars and unusual vocals. Oh, actually, so, I think that's a I feel like that's pretty good advice. Yeah, step one. Like I feel like real, that's also a great start. It's a real uh, piece of helpfulness. Um, what are they telling you to listen to? Because I agree, listening past the like, if there's some screaming, like that's. Screaming is a barrier for a lot of people. Sure. Right? You're used to people singing. And if they're screaming in music, you're not prepared for it. But once you get past that, like this, the thing like the guitar is a pretty big driver. Well, I, I, I think what, because, because, so they start off the article by saying, while most people associate death metal music with a bunch of guys screaming and creating random noise, there's a multitude of reasons why this genre main, maintains a strong following and earns the fierce loyalty of many listeners worldwide. So it's saying, like, still listen to the guitar, still listen to the vocals, just kind of look at them more than just noise and kind of, like, look more into them. Yeah, ah. I've heard, like, stuff like when you're listening to jazz, you're supposed to listen to, like, the bass line because that kind of, like, what's, is what is what moves everything along. Yeah. And so I wonder if this is, like, the same kind of thing. I think so. Yeah, because hmm. then the next the next or, step is or watch. they're okay. trying to have uh, a revolution in the the death metal space and where the guitar player is behind the audience physically and so behind the audience. Yeah, they're all facing listen, the drummers. Listen past the guitar, <laughs> as in you are physically you were in past fr- the guitar. Exactly. You were behind the guitar. <laughs> so it's more of an environmental event than like Which, just like a like you're getting kind of a surround sound of the band. Which leads into than like a. Di- that yeah. leads into step two, which is watch a live death metal performance. Perfect. So it's all here. So here's here's another thing that I think kind of turns people off from death metal is the horribly gruesome lyrics. <laughs> I I mean it. There's something to be you know there's something to be said about like different genres and stuff, but it, it, if you are not aggressive enough to want to listen to like fast music fast enough music like death metal is yeah you're probably already not gonna be in the camp of people who likes hearing about the subject matter of matter of death metal songs right yeah, yeah. it's you know a lot of it is is very like i mean it's it's over the top which it's supposed to be so how about this what about instead of but listening to death metal in your own language you listen to it in like german like german death metal yo th- actually that reminds me my one, my German one death friend metal at, is huge. By my the way. one friend at work showed me, I think it was Himalayan metal, and it's super cool. Yeah, it's like they're doing like kind of like throat singing stuff. 
wild. Oh, also, yeah. like wild, over, like metal, and it's super dope. Yeah, see, well, that's what it is. Norwegian metal is also pretty yeah. big. Um, also, there's there's baby metal, which baby is metal's a metal band, <laughs> a metal band with it with three J-pop singers as the lead singers who sing J-pop while metal is being played. It's wild. Which is it's incredible. a fun experience. They're actually coming to Philadelphia. I, my, I, um, I almost went when they came last time. My brother-in-law is taking my nephew, nice. my five-year-old nephew, to go and see them because he's all about baby metal. Yeah. He loves baby metal. <laughs> it's so good. So, and that's another thing. My, my nephew, my, my brother-in-law is, is very eclectic in his music taste. He listens to opera. He listens to metal. He listens to bluegrass. Like, really, I, I named three, but there's a wide variety. Right. Which means that my nephew grew up listening to this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, his early, early years was listening to metal, listening to opera. Like, so he's already more comfortable with it. So there might be something to be said about just not being comfortable with something that you, you're trying out new. Yep. Uh, but there's also bands like Gojira. Like a lot of Gojira songs are about like how we're fucking up the environment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanna I wanna ask you a question, Jack. Did you actually write this article? Because when you said like talking when you start talking about the uh, subject matter and how it's like kind of off putting sometimes. Step four is literally don't take the context and sub subject matter personally. <laughs> don't take it personally yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot like listen they're not singing to you You don't, like <laughs> I get it and then the song is like Ryan Meiselwick I'm gonna fucking kill you and then I have and to like, run listen, and that's, it doesn't mean you and he's like no you listening right now <laughs> this gonna guy fucking kill you at this and address like, with this phone number and this social yeah, security and then they, number yeah they dox you in the song <laughs> you can't take it personally <laughs> You can't. During the song, they call the SWAT team to your house. You get swatted through the song. <laughs> oh but boy! But it's, it's it's art. It's it's an artistic form, and you can't just kind of look past that just because they're singing about something that you're not necessarily comfortable with. Yeah. So oh, when I stop complaining, number. Yeah, that's my bad. <laughs> All right. So I have a question for you guys. Okie doke. What do you think of musical chairs? as an endurance game okay whoa i'm immediately on board (laughs) (laughs) wow as an endurance musical chairs as an endurance game yeah so like it's musical chairs but the whole ring is a mile in circumference (laughs) and you have to play until the end so you keep playing i mean unless you get out obviously but you know the winner gets like a thousand like a hundred thousand dollars yeah yeah some something some so you, real incentive. It's like a cricket match. Oh man! Where it, at at eight p.m. you break for the day, and you come, and you back, come back the tomorrow. next day. Yeah, you come back the next day and pick up where you left off. Yeah, I like it a lot. That's a fantastic yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah, I would watch that so, as much as possible. Right. How about on another level, <clears throat> battle musical chairs? Whoa. Where you have, I don't know, 15 chairs, but everybody starts with a snapped-in-half pool cue. Oh. <laughs> and the last person standing slash sitting wins the oh, game. Oh, I see what you did there. So when you get eliminated, you actually get eliminated. 
I mean, you don't have to get killed or anything, but like. But you might as you well. Know, you can get pretty physical. All right. Well, what about another variation? Well, on? you might as well because of all the honor you'll lose by losing musical chairs. <laughs> exactly. You might as well be dead. Right. Um, S- culturally, you will die. Yeah. Um. You know, like, com- in your community, you will basically be dead. But f- you know, in in terms of like a you know biological sense, you'll be alive. Yeah, that's up to you at that point. All right, so this now. How about this iteration? It's going off the battle musical chairs. You could call it maybe like strategic musical chairs if you don't want to overlap there. Instead of of one ring, right? You have two separate rings, each having a team, right? And instead okay. of sitting on your ring that you're by, that's actually the opponent's ring. And to when the music stops. You take a chair and you throw it as far as you can in the most strategic direction. <laughs> right. And then you don't have to reform the ring. You just have to sit down in the chair. I like that a lot. So, so like you have you have this you have this like basic like an acre let's say an acre of land that you can use maybe maybe smaller I don't really know how big an acre is but I think you take would be appropriate you take a significantly large plot of land put everyone in the rings at first. And then one round goes, and everyone just flings chairs wherever. Yeah, honestly, that kind of grabs the endurance game, too, because yeah. you got to last, too. So, so you start, right? The music's playing, and as long as the music is playing, you stand in your spot. You have to stand still. Yeah. And you can pick up your chair and hurl it in any direction. Yeah. <laughs> but the rule is you cannot sit in your own chair. Interesting. Yeah, oh. So, the key... So is this one ring now? Or are we still in two rings? Hold on, I'm scrapping this because I thought of a cooler idea. <laughs> two people, head to head. You're standing at the base of a cliff. <laughs> or at the top of a cliff. And you get a metal chair. And one is red, and one is blue. And... They ring a bell, and you try to hurl the chair as far as you can off the cliff. <laughs> and the first person to sit in the opponent's chair is the winner. Interesting. And the real strategy to win this one is you try to hit your opponent with it and <laughs> knock them as out. As they go. Yeah. And then hope, hoping it still falls over the cliff. Right. If it doesn't go over the cliff, though, you are disqualified. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. Or, honestly, like... If 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 they wake up, I mean, it, you gotta be throwing a chair pretty hard yeah. to like get this kind of. So like I, but I feel like even if the, you got hit, you'd be like down for a few, but then you get right back up. So like you gotta make sure you just get a little head start and not necessarily yeah. like the win is there. I mean, you can use any method you want to get down that hill. If you got some sort of you know cliff surfing maneuver with like an old snowboard or something, you know, you don't have to. <laughs> throw yourself down this cliff without anything you can do some like wily e. coyote rocket skis type action or um if you've ever spun something around your head very quickly to make yourself into a pseudo helicopter <laughs> that might work as well another idea know. is oh you throw you throw the chair behind you you take the guy with you down the, down the cliff uh, oh okay <laughs> hold on i was not i was thinking this might be a throwaway but that was a pretty good idea <laughs> Cl- throw the chair backwards and then drag the guy down the <laughs> cliff. That's wild. 
Because no matter how hard he throws it, you're never going to get back up that cliff before <laughs> I'm in that chair. Oh, yeah. Right. I could sure. take a 10-minute power pass out. <laughs> and we all know, it's like, we're talking about, like, going down quick. It's so hard to come up quick. It's so hard. What, what do you now, got? It's always what? faster to go down, am I right? <laughs> hey. Now, what about Ooh. this? You, you go and try and get his chair or get your, like, the chair that you're supposed to sit on. But you carry their chair. So they, they can't sit on it while you're carrying it. So you just go to your chair, carrying their chair, and sit down. That's that's a game well, of speed, I mean, though. You gotta be quick. I don't true. know how fast I can run with it's a, a chair. I, I'm just saying it could be a strategy. It doesn't necessarily be like the meta. Well, if the rules here are you have to throw the chair, hmm. or you have to launch the chair in some way. At what point do you have to throw it, the chair it, must remain intact. Well, there's a bell. At the bell, you throw. Interesting. All right. Idea. But here's what I'm thinking. Okay. What, wait, if it go, lands, go, go. if it lands, what happens? Like, does it have to stay in that exact spot? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can you can write it. But you can't you move it. You basically have to get to the chair, put it down, and then sit down. But if I, like, toss the chair in front of me a little bit, I can't. <laughs> that doesn't count as well, you throwing it. you got to throw it down the cliff. Okay. All right, Ryan. I to, help your, to help your point, throw it down the cliff, the cliff but it's attached to your hip. Yeah, throw it, you, throw, throw yourself down the cliff. No, 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 with, no. You like bunch it to yourself. You don't throw yourself. Oh, no, <laughs> like, I, I like my idea because you get <laughs> yeah. closer. You get you get closer to yours too. You know what? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> throw, so here's what you do: bear on here's the chair the and just strat. jump off the cliff. <laughs> you take you know those dollar store water guns you get where you like pull the handle and it sucks the water yeah, up, yeah, push yeah. it, and it squirts it back out. So the bell goes off. You superheat the chair. <laughs> Into a bucket. It completely melts, <laughs> into right? Into a bucket. Okay. You suck that up into your, you know, it would have to be a high, you know, grade version of that to be able to withstand the heat of that melted metal. Right. I'm not, you know, I'm not disregarding the facts. And then you squirt it down the mountain, right? Yeah. And it it follows a track that you came in the night before and carved out. <laughs> kind of like a, you know, like a shot luge, like a shot ski sure. type scenario, you know what I'm talking about? Where, like, it goes down. And then at the base of the hill, dug into the ground, what's that? It's a mold of a chair. <laughs> now what? there's a chair in the ground, oh. fully intact, that you cannot sit in right. while I leisurely stroll to take my seat. Wow. Interesting. I like that a lot. So it's it follows the rules. It's a rock solid plan with no physical, you know, limitations at all. Yeah, definitely, definitely nothing. Nothing, so, nothing's nothing's hard in that. Jack, obviously, you're bringing your your squirt gun slash bucket. Ryan, what two accessories would you bring? Hmm. Well, like we talked about, um, I think I, I really like the strategy of just like attaching yourself to the chair okay and just throwing yourself and the chair at the same time so at least one bungee cord to just wrap around me and attach to the chair you could you could I, I could even sit down and just like strap in like a seatbelt and you'd be oh, good to go okay. hmm. so I, I'd say well, I'd, you, <laughs> I'd say one bungee bungees cord. yourself to the chair and then put it right at the edge of the cliff and when the bell rings you just go yoink yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> You lift, you twist yourself over the edge. Yep. And then my second item. Hmm. I hadn't thought about a second item. All right. Well, well let me tell you mine, and let's see if that inspires okay. you. 
So do you know those little like helicopter things that fall from the trees? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you get one of those big when you get one of those, but big, right? Yeah. Attach it to the chair. You throw it that on the chair. Oh. You throw that with the chair. It takes like forever to get down, right? Yeah, While you're doing that, big. you get in one of those big hamster balls and you just slide down the cliff. Uh, now you might <laughs> lose your footing as you're going down. <laughs> well, that's but okay. You'll be fine at the that's end. That's fine. Footing is is a direct inhibitor of speed. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, so like you just got to take you'll, it you'll be you'll be you'll be the the fastest you could ever be inside that ball, not exactly. with footing. Exactly. So, so like that's a fact. you do that you do that yeah. take the hit Scientific. when you get down there you're like you look up it's like covering the sun because it's still up there so much. So what are these like just like random grassy hills? Is that what we're thinking? Or is there's like. Or is there like a professional version where it's like cement hills or like? Well, I was thinking hills. more like a wily coyote, like wild west kind of cliff. Oh, uh, so like yeah, a sheer oh, cliff. Oh yeah, I was definitely thinking like in Utah, how oh. they have those big like, like brown areas that are are like those big no. mount, like big rock boulder looking yeah, things yeah. like on the top of one of those boys. Okay, hmm, that changes it then. Yeah. Because what I was gonna say was just. If it was if it was like a random like hill or something, some kind of like ski or like board. Oh, a ski! Oh, you can... so creative. <laughs> okay, Ooh, I well. wish you guys could see Ryan's face right now. <laughs> I was very upset. <laughs> he looked so so hurt that I just made fun of his, <laughs> his suggestion. Well, now I'm sorry, Ryan. <laughs> no, but what I'm what I was saying was like. You would get some kind of like something that you could just like slide down the hill easily with. So, well, I guess no, if that wouldn't work because you're already attached to the chair and you're throwing yourself off the cliff with that. So, <laughs> hmm. See, now you just sound ridiculous. I do. Yeah, that's my bad. That's totally not plausible at all. Yeah. that wouldn't work at all. It'd be much easier what to if? melt the chair what down, if? A, yeah. down a trench. Why would you do anything else if you could just melt <laughs> the chair on, and then squirt it down the mountain? We've been overcomplicating this. All you need is a chair-sized box with a key. <laughs> oh, right. Lock okay. it in there. Make, it, make it a little yeah, puzzle for right. him. Toss it down. <laughs> You're never getting that I out. I like that. I like it. All right. I think we solved it. Yeah. yeah problem solved. Perfect. Uh, hit us up if you want to invest in our new activities. Our new, our new Whatever league. you want to call it. New sports league. Extreme sitting? Extreme Compe- sitting. Competitive sitting. I like Competitive it. sitting. Oh, guys, we're going to start like our own Olympics of these. Oh, Actually, I thought of a... I don't think Olympics were built around one sport. I don't think each <laughs> oh, sport is, has well, its own. Well, we talked about go. musical chair endurance. We talked yeah. about battle You know, you got the I, hockey I have another. Olympics, I have another suggestion. And the soccer That's Olympics. based slightly <laughs> off of your, uh, your current chair sports. Is that... Have you ever seen... That one like event in England where they roll up a, a uh, thing of cheese down a hill and oh, everyone yeah. tries to chase it. Yeah, and people oh, like yeah. get actually hurt. Yeah, yeah. Instead of a wheel of cheese, make it a chair, and then the person who sits on it wins. Right. I okay. It's like a battle royale <laughs> where you get a hundred people and you throw a chair down the hill. Wait, hold on, hold on. Is Musical Chairs, the first Battle Royale. Oh. Musical Chairs is basically Fortnite. Right. That's what I'm saying. 
Because it, cause it's, it's, it's an elimination game. Last one standing wins. Yeah, and I usually get beat by an eight-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> so well, it's you Fortnite. Well, in musical chairs, you kind of let them win. In Fortnite, it's just your own bad luck. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe I'm really bad at musical chairs. <laughs> I, I I think we're onto something. Have we can have we uh can we file a lawsuit? <laughs> yeah. On be on behalf thing. of musical chairs. <laughs> yeah, listen. If anybody <laughs> Epic here Games is are coming for you and wants to steal our idea, we're gonna sue the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> T tr- trademark and copyright, uh what else can we do? Delete uh, patent pending, patent pending. Uh, this is an LLC yep. now. We're incorporated. Um, also, Jeremy will come to your house and break your knees. Yeah, yeah. with my chairs. And his already with bad his knees. <laughs> All right, everybody. It looks like that's going to do it for us here at Jeremy's 22nd Birthday Spectacular. We're going to get back. We're going to go take him over to that giant cake that we packed 400 strippers into. <laughs> We gotta get him out. It's been I told two you guys days. not to do that again. <laughs> they might be dead. All right, my name's Jack. And I'm Jeremy, and I'm Ryan. All right, seriously though, we should go get them out right now. All right, bye guys. Sorry, they all stopped because I scratched an itch <laughs> on my my side, and they all looked at me in the camera weird. Because he did um, so, raise his armpit. So, so we were... Uh, I, because it's underneath my armpit. <laughs>